0: What is the Trinity? Just heard that question asked of our children. It may not be the question that you awoke on this Memorial Day Sunday morning, but now you're here, and the bulletin says it is Trinity Sunday. So what exactly is it that we devote a a whole Sunday to once a year to explore and understand? What is the Trinity? I could answer by having you look at any one of the paintings of our own Mike Myers, who is not only a gifted painter, uh, but a singer and an overall Renaissance man, I would say. Including the one in my office. He was commissioned to do as a gift to me a couple of years ago from the staff after I got my doctorate. The painting depicts a cross-shaped dancing figure made up of all the liturgical colors on a white background. And the colors blend to create a sense of movement flowing off the canvas. It makes me think of that old word for Trinity, perichoresis, coined by the Greeks, literally means to dance around. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit were often depicted as three figures in a circle caught up in a dance. And you know not where one of those figures ends and the other one begins. Such is the dance. The cross-shaped dance is the thing. The relation between the three. God is relationship. God is the dance. So what is the Trinity? It's not exactly the question that Nicodemus asks Jesus in the dark, but it's close. He has seen enough of Jesus' signs and wonders to believe that Jesus has something he can teach him about God. And even though he's a Pharisee and a very public figure and highly regarded, he is seeking to know, not just to know more about God, but is seeking to know God. And Jesus says, ha, that's my sophisticated translation of the Greek. No one can know God says Jesus, unless they are born anothen. That's a Greek word that can mean more than one thing. It's a lot like English in that respect, this kind of double or sometimes even triple meaning. Think of the word plain, P-L-A-I-N, as a description of something without ornamentation or as a flat stretch of land. Or think of the word plant, that can either be food or a factory. Or the word meal can be a time for eating or processed grain. We know this in English without even even really thinking about it. Well, the same thing happens in Greek, and there's that word anothen. It can mean again, and it can mean from above. And so Nicodemus hears the word, anothen, and he thinks Jesus is saying, you must be born again, like a second time. And so Nicodemus asks a preposterous question. How can one enter into the mother's womb and be born again? What is the Trinity? I could point to a pregnant woman near the end of her term. I remember walking into the parlor several years ago and a member of our community was sitting on the couch with no fewer than four children around her. All of them seemed to want to do the same thing. They wanted to put their hand or their ear, their head, on her very large baby bump. They were enthralled. Perhaps they were realizing at some visceral level that it had not been that long ago when they were taking up residence in, in their mother's womb, and they were asking questions about when the baby was coming and what his name was going to be, or if it might be a her instead of a him, and did she know? They were caught up in the mystery of it, joy and anticipation radiating from that couch. And it put me in mind of a story that theologian Cynthia Rigby tells of a friend of hers who was eight and a half months pregnant, who was approached at a dinner party by a guest who looked at her seated on the couch and said, I bet you feel exhausted. I imagine it must feel like being sick. I bet you're anxious to be done with it. And Cindy Cynthia says her friend, who is a thoroughly unassuming person, stared at her guest, dumbfounded. And finally, she said, "Actually, I feel very creative, almost godlike." What is the Trinity? Jesus must be amused at this point, by Nicodemus' misreading of Anothen. No, 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 he says, it's not like that. It's like the wind. And again, Jesus uses a Greek word that can mean more than one thing. In this case, the word is pneuma, which can mean breath. It's where we get the word pneumonia. Or it can mean wind, which is where we get the word pneumatic. Or it can mean spirit, this word. The pneuma blows where it will, Jesus says. You can hear it and you can see the effects that it has, but you cannot see it. So it is with the pneuma. It's water and spirit, this bird. And one can almost hear Nicodemus asking himself, does he mean pneuma spirit or pneuma wind? Does Does he mean anothen as again or from above? Does he mean the waters of birth or the waters of baptism? Had he asked Jesus, I think Jesus might have answered, well, yes. Instead of asking those questions, though, Nicodemus, who is now truly and completely baffled by all this talk of birth and wind and water and spirit, combines all of his questions together into one. How can these things be? What is the Trinity? Well, you might pick up a copy of Ronald Crutcher's book, our own Ronald Crutcher. Wrote, took the time during the pandemic to write a memoir of his life. And there you would read about the ways that he humbly took the gifts that God had given him and turned them to the task of building. Built structures, for sure, but also built a life of generous thanksgiving that expresses itself in so many different ways in our community, that expresses itself in a whole neighborhood of Habitat for Humanity houses in Williamson County being named after him. Or I could share the words that my 94-year-old grandfather said to me just the other day. He was talking about his four decades of work at Reynolds Metals Company in North Alabama. Back in the day when it was not unheard of for a person to work an entire career from 18 years of age or so for one company, he did just that. And he was able to say at the end that he loved coming into work every day. He said, I was always happy to be there. I couldn't understand when my co-workers were not. I always loved my work every day for 40 years, he told me. And you could see in his 94-year-old eyes that twinkle, that spark, as he remembered all of those years with satisfaction and joy. What is the Trinity? What Jesus told Nicodemus was shocking. Shocking to Nicodemus and maybe shocking to us too. Jesus says to Nicodemus, in essence, you don't need God in your life. That's backwards. You need to come into God's life. God doesn't come into your life. It's, it works the other way. God offers us God's own life as a gift, and beckons us to enter it. You need to be in the the life of God. In fact, you need to be born all over again, this time born into God's life, born from above. How can these things be, asks Nicodemus, which is another way of saying, I don't know how to do that. The whole point is, of course, that Nicodemus doesn't know how to do that, and neither do any of us. And here is the beginning point that leads into the triune life of God, Jesus of Nazareth. When we look at him, when we see what he does and hear what he says, we are seeing into the life of God. When we walk with him, we are walking into the life of God. And what we discover as we walk is that God is relationship. The life of God is not lonely and isolated, but a relation of Father, Son, and Holy Spirit who are nothing more or less than love. Love that spills out of this relation and creates everything that is. Love that redeems what is broken. Love that sustains and brings new life. Love that gives of itself without counting the cost. What is the Trinity? Saint Irenaeus said that the glory of God is a human being fully alive. The glory of God is a human being fully alive, and you all know what the first question and answer of the Westminster Catechism is. What is the chief end of man, it asks, or humanity? And the answer, to glorify God and enjoy God forever. Life. If we truly live in God If we are born, as it were, into the very life of the Trinity, then the Trinity, the dance of Father, Son, and Spirit, the wind of God, the waters of baptism, all of it is reflected in our embrace of life. When we are fully alive, when we are caught up in God's life, then God is glorified. The life of the Trinity is, spills out into the world through us. You remember that old quote from the movie Chariots of Fire where the runner says, when I run I feel God's pleasure. I feel God's pleasure. To glorify God. Whether our living comes out on a in paint or in the creative power of the womb or in building and serving or in an enthusiastic embrace of the vocation to which God has called us and gifted us, all of it by the living of it, the joy of it, the mission of it, all of it is to God's glory. All is a triune sign in the world of God's presence and power. So what is the Trinity? I think that's really the wrong question. The Trinity is not a thing, not a what, but a whom. Who is the Trinity? And the easy answer is, well, the Trinity is God. That's not so easy. It can really go south from there rather quickly. When you try to speak of God in the dark, like Jesus did to Nicodemus, spirit, wind, water... We substitute that language with uh, philosophical, theological language. We say God is three persons in one essence. We wrap ourselves up into knots trying to say that God is one and yet three without ever ceasing to be one. The church split in the 11th century over whether the Holy Spirit proceeded from both the Father and the Son or just the Father the church split east and west over that question so it's complicated this question or is it it strikes me that if we believe god is love as john writes then the trinity is at root love and all those places we see god reflected on the canvas one who carries life in her womb in the joyful embrace of life and work for the good of the world. All of those things are marked by one thing. Love. When we love, we are fully alive. When we love, we give God glory. Which is our very purpose On this earth. For God so loved the world that God gave. And that is our vocation as well. Maybe it's as simple and as mysterious and radical as that. So, what or who is the Trinity? Let's go out of this place of worship today. Fully alive with the life of God. Committed to loving God and loving our neighbor with all that we have. And in the loving, we will have all the answer to that question that we will ever need. Amen.